The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. and good morning. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. In the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 12, verse 4, Daniel said, it was stated to Daniel, you, Daniel, close up the book, seal it, Keep the word secret, seal the book. These things will happen at the end time. Until that time of the end, many will go here, will go there, will run to and fro to find true knowledge. So they're going to be a travel and people will seek true knowledge. That will be the case in the systems of the world. But it will also be a, in the way in which Daniel Daniel phrases this, concerning the deep things of God, the important things that God wants to communicate to mankind at the end of the world. This will also be the case. The scriptures will be unveiled. Everything that has been hidden and has been secret is going to be revealed. Nothing is going to remain secret because God wants the world to know the truth about all matters. Now, in the book of Revelation, chapter 22, verse 10, Daniel is told to, re- to keep the secret, to hide it, to not disclose what will happen at the end of the world. But in the book of Revelation, chapter 22, verse 10, the angel speaks to John, and John writes, Then the angel told me, Do not keep secret, do not seal the words of prophecy in this book, in this scroll, because the time is near for all that this For all this to happen, let whoever is doing evil, whoever is doing wrong or harm, let him continue to do evil, to do that wrong, to do that harm. Let whoever is unclean, whoever is vile, impure, filthy, let them continue to be unclean, vile, impure, filthy. Let whoever is doing right, righteous, and just, let him continue to do right, 
righteousness, and justice. Let whoever is holy continue to be holy. I am coming soon, quickly, and I bring my reward with me. So, Daniel was told to seal, to hide, to conceal. And now, in the book of Revelation, the spirit, the angel, says to make known, do not keep the secrets. So we at the end of the world, we are the secrets, everything in the Bible that is secret is going to be revealed to us. This is the righteousness of God. God cannot lie. God's intention, the, the spirit of prophecy, the testimony of Jesus. You know, people want to know, uh, you hear about great football players, great basketball or baseball players, and you hear their name, and right away you know what they do. You know their testimony. You know what is Michael Jordan. You know, I don't have to tell you anything about Michael Jordan if you if you followed him in sports when he was playing basketball. The testimony of Michael Jordan, one of the best basketball players ever. Babe Ruth. It doesn't matter. But the testimony of Jesus, of Yeshua, the spirit of prophecy. Prophecy is the way in which God vindicates His Holy Bible. Prophecies in the Bible have been coming to pass and will continue to come to pass because God has documented intricately what will happen throughout time, what happened in the past, what has happened at the time of Messiah's coming, and what will happen at Messiah's return. Prophecies in the Bible, they prove the Bible is holy, and they prove that it is the Word of God. God wanted to communicate many things to mankind, and He used His prophets and His apostles to document it, to put it in these two books that we call the writings prior to Messiah and the writings post-Messiah, the Old Testament, New Testament. <clears throat> Prophecy proves that the Bible is real, that it was written by God infallible. And the big war has been to discredit the Scriptures to discredit prophecies, but you can't. It's impossible to discredit prophecy. The interpretation, now that there in itself is a problem because accurate, the, the prophecies in the Bible are accurate forecasting. The interpretation has always been the problem, will always be the problem. But at the end of the world, in the time in which we live, the time as the power of the cosmos comes to an end, the time of Satan's rule as his rulership is, is ending, the uh, prophecies 
will be known. And uh, the people that are uh, presenting the end of the world prophecies to the church, to the God's children, uh, they will either be established in what they're speaking or they'll be exposed. And each Bible prophecy teacher has to present what he believes is scripture, the prophecies of our time are presenting to God's children. We all have to be tested. We all have to be tried. We all have to be examined. As a prophecy teacher, uh, I am, have been examined, am being examined, will continue to be examined, but I'll present what I see as accurately as possible. Uh, if I can communicate it perfectly without, uh, you know, uh, using a, an incorrect word, uh, I, I try to do that. I try to be, I try to communicate as clearly as possible and accurately as possible. So, in the last decade, in the final decade prior to Christ's return, his second coming, there are things that must take place within that decade that cannot take place in any other decade. And one of the, <clears throat> pardon me, one of the uh, biggest prophecies, which is a stretched out prophecy, is the prophecy of what is called Daniel's 70th week. It is a final seven year period of time and it's stretched out. And then the time prior to that seven year period of time, there's a introduction, you might say, to the seven year period of tribulation. Then after that seven year period is has ended, there's another additional 75 days beyond it. It is the post-tribulation period. So you have a pre-tribulation period, you have the tribulation seven years, and you have a post-tribulation period. That is the best way to describe the last decade. The last block or the last piece to that puzzle is the what happens after the seven years of tribulation ends. Again, it's a 75-day period of time. Just 75 days and everything will be completed. Before the tribulation, there is what is called the time of birth pain, birth pangs, and the time of sorrows, hardships. Uh, which introduce, they are God speaking to His people, to the born-again children of God, firstly, and then to Israel as a nation and to the nations of the world. But firstly, everything is communicated to the children of God. The children of God are in one of seven assemblies or we can say churches 
the assemblies that they are members of are in Revelation chapter 1, the seven lampstands. Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea. All of God's children are in one of these seven lampstands. The Catholic Church being the biggest church as far as assembly. It is Thyatira, the fourth church. It is not the oldest church. The Catholic Church will get you to believe that the Catholic Church is the oldest church. It is not. The Greek churches are older than the Catholic Church. The youngest church is Laodicea. It is a unique body of believers. It is a unique assembly. It is barely three, three hundred and fifty years old will be the but the length of its existence. The Catholic Church, 1,500 years. The Greek churches, 1,700, 1,800 years. But the Laodicean church is about 350 years old maximum. Might even be a little less than that. It is the young church. It is a church that uh, it has been given a specific sphere in which to work, to live, to exist in, and that sphere, if you want to call it that, is the United States of America. The young church, Laodicea, is called the Evangelical Churches of America. Not Catholic, not Lutheran, Episcopalian, none of these other churches that have their roots in Europe. The seventh church, Laodicea, can only exist and thrive and grow and become what she is to be, can only function perfectly in the United States of America. So all of evangelical Christianity is Laodicea. We live in a land of immense freedom and law. We uh, have a constitution which makes us unique, gives us freedom of speech, freedom to worship, freedom to own things, protection from the state. It used to be that way. It's no longer that way presently. The other nations, the other churches the Catholic churches, the Lutheran churches, the uh, churches of Northern Europe, the Greek churches, all the other churches have come to the United States of America to coexist with the church in Laodicea. But America is, they have come to the homeland of the church in Laodicea. They have moved into our backyard. Their residences are actually in Europe, Central Europe, Eastern Europe. They have come to join with us 
to to live and to cohabitate in this great land of America. But this is not their original uh, sphere of of residence. They They have jumped the ocean. But God intended that America would be evangelical based, and we are. So all the other churches are here enjoying our benefits. But America was, you might say, came into existence for many purposes, but one of the great purposes is so that we would be the land of the seventh church, the young, dynamic, evangelical assembly. We are dynamic. We We are prosperous. There are so many things about Laodicea that the scripture really presents it in a uh, perfect way. We have need of nothing. We have need of nothing. We are, our, our Christianity, our, our doctrine is more pure than that of Catholicism. Our freedom as churches, as assemblies, we have much more freedom than you would have in the Catholic Church or the Lutheran churches. We are more alive spiritually than within Catholicism or, or Lutheranism or the other uh, within the Orthodox churches. They have their strengths. They have their, their place. But they're not dynamic <clears throat> like the Laodicean believers. We, we, uh, we are very in tune to the Holy Spirit. Can be. Many aren't. But we can be. We have perfected and have looked into the giftings that were given to the church at the day of Pentecost and within evangelical Christianity you have the great movement Pentecostalism it is a great movement in its purity it is a magnificent magnificent uh, part of the body of Christ in America I know I have spent time in with some of the finest charismatic teachers, some of the finest charismatic individuals, the, the best that were, that were God-fearing, that were holy, there was no guile in them, their commitment to Christ, you cannot, uh, you, sometimes you can't match it. The great Pentecostal churches of America, do they have their problems Yes, they do, because of many of the leaders in the Pentecostal movement that were really not biblically, doctrinally sound, accurate. They were gifted, but they had flaws. But still, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. They had the gifts of healing, of all these different giftings, all nine of them in the book of uh, in, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 I believe it is but they were powerful men they were gifted they could heal they had the gift of healing they had the gift of miracles 
but some were homosexual, some were alcoholics, some were uh, womenizers. They were they they didn't have the they weren't you might say consecrated. They weren't free from their their uh, what they were by nature, but that didn't mean they didn't have the abilities and the gifts that God gives His children. But then you have those who kept their integrity and who did function through their whole lifetime with the power of the Holy Spirit upon them. So I've seen both sides of the Pentecostal churches. I've seen the side too that are doctrinally way off, way off. But then there are those that I have worked with that are right on the money. You know, I thank God that uh, I was telling a friend yesterday, I told my wife last night, that we, when we are born again, if we consecrate ourselves to the Holy Spirit, if we consecrate ourselves to God to use us as He desires to use us, it, once we make that commitment, once we consecrate, once we give Him permission to direct our lives, 15% of what we do are because of the choices we make. The other 85% is actually the hand of God. If we will allow God to use us, to direct us, to be involved in everything that we do. And all through my life, as I told my wife and the friend yesterday, the Holy Spirit has placed me in His sovereignty with the finest teachers in, in the Christian work, in the Christian world, the best, the best teachers that had the best doctrine, the Hebrew teachers that uh, I feel were the best Hebrew teachers, the, just in, in the world, in life, I've had the best jobs I've had the best jobs, and when I was working for these companies, the big companies, I had, I was, I was, it was just uh, fantastic. God has always put me in His sovereignty in the place where I would meet the people that were going to be instrumental in helping me, raise me in life and in Christ. Again, the best Bible teachers. I've read the the Lord had lead me to individuals that were the best Bible teachers of their time back in the 1800s. F.B. Myers, Hislop, these type of people. I just had a desire to know what these men had to say. And uh, then being as the Holy Spirit would move me through through time, the Lord told me He wanted me to get an understanding of a charismatic movement. So where, you know, I live in here in northern Colorado, so where do I end up spending time observing? With John Stalker Resurrection Fellowship. A man of integrity, a man that's, that's uh, God-fearing, a man who accomplished what God gave him a vision, God gave him a vision, what he was to do, he accomplished it. 
So through watching, observing, being part of, I never was a member of the Resurrection Fellowship, but I spent time there, and I studied, and I watched, and I I got to understand the charismatic world like I didn't understand it. I, I, I received an understanding of what the charismatic world is. It's different than Pentecostalism to a degree. They're similar, but still different. Then the Lord had told me that he wanted me to investigate the Pentecostal churches. And I did some investigation, investigation, but later on, as you know, I've had a guest on here before, uh, Ron Perry, and his grandfather was a man of God, uh, or truly called by God his father called by God and then Ron Perry was called to minister also to the body of Christ and I got to spend my wife and I got we've known him for three or four years I'll have to finish when we get back we'll be back in a few minutes Desperandum, never despair. That is the motto for you and me. All are not dead, and where there is a spark of patriotic fire, we will rekindle it. Samuel Adams. Friends, American farmers recently warned about coming food shortages. They're not going to be able to grow enough food this year because of off-the-chart fertilizer shortages. That means you need to stockpile emergency food by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button. They also have Alexa Pure gravity-fed water filters, emergency solar power banks, and countless other survival products. So stock up now through 1360KHNC.com. At Off-Road Automotive, they offer a wide range of used automobiles for all your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit? No credit? No problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton, right off Highway 85, or give them a call at 303-502-3230. Do you have a 401k sitting with a previous employer or various IRAs and don't know what to do with them? Look no further. My name is Joey Jaquint and I work with Northwestern Mutual. I take the time to educate you on all your options, making sure you pay the lowest fees possible while taking advantage of any and all tax options as well. It can be very frustrating not knowing how your money is working for you or what your money is even being invested in. Together, we will develop a philosophy for how your money will work for you with complete transparency. On top of that, I will be constantly rebalancing your portfolio every quarter, making sure we are always popular diversified in the market. I take pride in making sure my clients are always taken care of. Again, I'm Joey Jaquint, and you can reach me at my cell phone number, 602-909-9048. Again, my number is 602-909-9048, and I'm always a call or text away. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. 
When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. How much is our government hiding from us? What's the truth about COVID-19? Are climate engineering operations robbing our rain? If you want answers, tune into the commercial-free, non-political Global Alert News Hour, Sundays at 1 p.m. on KHNC 1360 a.m. Okay. All right. Went to a break there quickly, and uh, I decided I am going to just, more than anything, presently right now, I'm going to just present some things to you, and then I'll go to my notes in a little bit. Um, if there was a time in the churches, this would be a time when God's children should be the best students. I always go back to this principle. You have the best rabbi. Christ, no one can teach like Christ can teach you. You have the best teacher. No one can, can show you as rabbi, no one can reveal who God the Father your Abba is like Christ. He, he expounds all that the Father is. He is rabbi. He is teacher. No one can teach like he can teach. He is... I mean, when the disciples were with him, can you imagine the... Uh, how they were able in just three short years to become apostles, men who knew and were instructed in all of the doctrines of Messiah perfectly. And through that time and the schooling, they went from being fishermen, doctors, people in the world that that were uh, somewhat affluent, to becoming men who would lead mankind in the future through their writings and at their time, during their lifetime, they would start a move of, move of the Holy Spirit that would turn the world upside down. You also, no different than the disciples, in a brief period of time, if you are the best students, the Holy Spirit can teach you quickly. You can go from being babes in Christ to mature, and you, you can become pillars, unmovable in the things of God. Unmovable. Nothing will shake you. The 
Forces of darkness will not shake you. You will be uncompromising. In a short period of time, if you are a good student, you can learn the... You can have the most sound doctrine. You can live your lives in, in, a, in a way in which you never thought possible. You will live in the world. You will not be affected by the world. You will be an anchor to everybody around you. This includes little children, not just adults, not just young men, young women, but even children. Christ is an apostle. He is the apostle of his church. He has the way. He has the way to uh, reproduce what all that he is in you. Your your what you were called to do, you will be able to fulfill it perfectly. I'm presenting to you that if you're a good student and you should be. You have the best teacher. You can be the best student. Be to class every day. One thing that he will teach you is the anointing. This is the most vital part of your Christian education. Knowledge of, of you know, how to live, how to have a successful marriage, how to rule to, to raise your children. These things are possible if you are a student of the moving of the Holy Spirit in your lives. If you can learn how the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, how He is trying to get your attention, you know, on an AM radio or FM, we have so many frequencies. He's not limited to the frequencies on AM and FM radio. He is God. He can speak to you in any way He wants. I read, a, I heard a story about a guy who did not believe in God. But he and his wife, they had a child, they had a baby. And one day, this individual was just holding the little girl, and he was looking at her ear. And while he was observing her little tiny ear, he knew this was not accident. And he knew there was a God. He spoke to her. He spoke. God spoke to this man through the ear, through a little tiny ear. The, little, the child was an infant, not even a day or two old. And he's... Uh, he gets saved. He believes in God. God speaks on many, 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 many frequencies that you have to just pay attention. And then you have to make sure that you're not deceived into believing and listening to the voice of another entity or power. Your heart has to be, I want to know 
the God of the Bible, the God who created all things, the true God that even created the lesser gods. I want to know the God of all things. And he does have a name. His name presently is Jesus Christ. He is God. In the New Testament, the apostles present Jesus Christ, the Messiah, as the very God who created all things. Because nothing that was created was not created without Jesus Christ creating these things. The New Testament presents Messiah, this child born in a manger, as the very God who created all things. Isaiah 9, I think it's 9-6. I should just read this. <clears throat> I'm going to get it up here. Hang on. And the Jewish people, they uh, have a real hard time trying to understand Isaiah 9-6. The rabbis, they can't figure this out because it's not in their thinking. Isaiah 9-6 For unto us a child is born. We know at Christmas, we know at that holiday we know the child this is talking about. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Who are we talking about? The son. The son of the living God. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. Meaning the kingdom to come will be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor. The Mighty God, the Eternal Father, the Prince of Peace. So this child, this son, is going to rule his kingdom. And his name is called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, Mighty God. The Eternal Father, the Prince of Peace. The New Testament, the Apostles, the Apostle Paul, Peter, John, they present to mankind after Christ's resurrection, after their salvation, Christ as God. So when you come to Christ, you're not just coming to the Son of God, you're not coming to the babe in a manger, you're coming to the mighty God, the mighty, mighty God, the Eternal Father. This is what I said at the beginning of this hour. Everything that has been in the Scriptures that have been somewhat hidden, sealed, not understood, not known, a mystery, is going to be revealed and presented and understood by the listeners. This is God's will. 
He wants the world to know we're at the end of the world. He, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, wants the world to know through His shofars. The shofars of God today are not a ram's horn. The shofar that God is using today are the men and the people, women, people, that present the truth about the time that we live in to God's family and to the world. We are the ones announcing, proclaiming, pre presenting, expounding upon, uh, 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 expounding on. We are the trumpets. We are the, the uh, warning. We bring a warning to God's children. You better not be lukewarm at this time. Do not be lukewarm. This is not a time to be deceived. This is not a time to be complacent. Each one of us, daily, we do what we can to, I'm going to go back to the point, learn how the Holy Spirit speaks to you. If you were in prison and no one, you had no communication to the outside world, the Holy Spirit, if you would ask Him to speak to you in that prison cell, He will teach. To, he will speak to you. He will teach you through your conscience. Just the fact He will teach you how to pray and praise Him in confinement. You want to get the victory when you're in confinement, if you're in hell, if you are in torment, in suffering, you begin to praise Him. You begin to praise God. And He will pour His Holy Spirit upon you as you thank Him, as you worship Him, as you bless His name, as you thank Him for giving you breath, the ability to think. And as you praise Him and thank you, His peace will come upon you. And He will instruct you with nothing. Because He's God. The anointing is the one thing in your life that you need to protect. And if you lose the anointing, if there's something that you did to offend the Holy Spirit, repent. You're washed in the blood. And begin your journey once again. Pilgrim's Progress, an old book that many, many millions of Christians have read in the past. I don't know if many people are reading it nowadays. Pilgrim's Progress. The Christian walk. Walking from an infant in Christ all the way to maturity in Christ. This is God's objective for each one of us that we mature. Finding 
the best teachers, pray that the Lord send the best teachers to you to instruct you in this lifetime. I always, like I said earlier, in the sovereign hand of God, He sent me the best individuals to teach me. I didn't, you know, I used to play when I was a young young boy, I think I was 9, 10, and I played softball with the, the Pee Wee League in Longmont. And the coaches that were my coaches, they didn't teach me anything. They didn't, I, I learned to catch on my own and tried to hit, and I didn't know really much about the dynamics of playing softball. But there was one young man, two years older, his name was Gary Hampton. And this kid, he was two years older than I was, and he was the coach to the whole team, and he was just one of the guys playing. I think he was a third baseman. And he's like 12. But he is teaching those that were in the little... Uh, we were sponsored by different companies, Dairy Queen, things like that. But he was the actual coach. The coach just, you know, he got out there and had his hat on and told us what to do, and he didn't do anything. But Gary taught me more about baseball in two years than I learned even through high school. And then he goes on to play, I think, three or four years of ball. Uh, he, he play, I think he uh, lettered four years in high school, three of the four years. And then he played Legion Ball. He went to Kansas. He was a coach out in Kansas. He played great football. But he just knew it. He was just a great teacher. That's just an example. God will send you the best teachers to teach you what you need to know. And the teachers that can teach you how to follow the anointing of the Holy Spirit, those are the teachers you want to be around. Those that know the Holy Spirit. Those that know how to pray. Those that know how to praise. Those that know how to... Do everything in the Holy Spirit that don't have any guile. They don't have any motive. They're not after anything. They just want to further God's kingdom. These are the teachers that you need to find. They can further the kingdom of heaven. They can further the plan of God in your life to help you find that place where you, God has called you to be, God has ordained you to be. And I'll be back in just a little bit. We'll continue. And we'll finish out the first hour. This is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry program. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? 
Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and Internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com. Hi, this is Jason with the Patriot Trading Group. I want to talk to you for a moment about investment. Savings is great, and everyone who listens to KHNC knows who to call. But I want to talk to you about Joey Jaquit. Give him a call at 602-909-9048. Why call Joey? Because there are ways to grow your money by investing with Joey Jaquint and Northwestern Mutual. Gold is safe, but with risk comes reward. And Joey can put your money into high-risk or low-risk products to grow your money with investing. Joey can also cover those just-in-case situations with very important life insurance policies, some of which can grow your money and be used in the future. Call Joey at 602-909-9048. Buy all the gold you can afford, but call Joey and learn how to protect and grow your money with some well-placed investments. Come sail the Mardi Gras and have the time of your life with Cruise Planners, the easiest and best way to plan your cruise. The Mardi Gras Cruise, February 13th through 25th, is a great way to escape the noisiness of life and enjoy the ocean with amazing attractions and fun for everyone on and off the boat. Contact them at 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Again, 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Reserve your space today. Are you tired of your cabinets slamming shut? Quiet! Keep it down up there! Then upgrade to high-end, no-slam cabinets with A&D design. They're priced 15% lower than big stores' plywood cabinets and 30% lower than their high-end cabinets. They also have scratch and dent cabinets at a discount. For beautiful cabinetry and no more... Call Daniel at 303-968-6678. Or visit their website at andcabinetdesign.com. Well, the first hour is done. We're done with hour number one. My contact information is P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And podcasts for the program are on 1360khnc.com, 1360khnc.com. In the next hour, you want to know if we're in the last decade. Well, I'm going to start at Armageddon. And actually, I'll go even beyond Armageddon to the judgment of the goats, the uh, goats and the rounding up of the tares to be thrown into fire. And then we'll go drop down closer to our time to Armageddon. And then we'll come closer to our time and we'll talk about the wrath of God period of time that will come. And we'll talk about the judgment of the United States of America. And we'll talk just prior to that, 
the resurrection of the church of God, all seven, all the members in seven churches, their resurrection to the judgment seat of Christ. We're going to start at the end and come back to the beginning. God, the, the desire of the Holy Spirit is that God's children will know where we are in time. This will give them an advantage. As you th see things happen, you will become a little more fervent to the things of God. You'll be a little more fervent toward God Himself. And you will be given the opportunity to participate in closing out this age. We have been called, we have been ordained, we have been destined to close out the church age, to close out this period of time where the church, the born-again believers that have Jesus Christ, the very God, the mighty God, the eternal Father living in them, we are going to end and close down the world. We are going to crush Satan under our feet. The God of peace will shortly crush Satan under your feet. Will crush Satan under your feet shortly. This is what we have been ordained to do. This is what we have been destined to do. Christians talk about your destiny. But it's too, you know, it's out there. It's too much, uh, you know, uh, kind of a woo-woo land type of stuff. No. We have been ordained to close out this age. There was a group, early believers, that were to begin and set in motion the plan of God. They were given a commission to go out into the nations baptizing. But we are closing out the age. We're done. For this hour, join me in the next hour. Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. I'm their host, Rick Rodriguez. We'll be right back. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here are some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. People rallied coast-to-coast -coast Saturday for women's rights in general and reproductive rights in particular ahead of November's midterm elections. Over the summer, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, which had preserved the right to end a pregnancy for 49 years, and that's said to have been a key theme. Samantha Hutchinson-Aranos marched in Denver. And use our voice and our privilege as much as we can for the others that don't have it. But I want them to look around and remember that feeling of our voice matters no matter where we come from. Many demonstrators nationwide turned out to support the women of Iran, a nation experiencing its most serious civil unrest in decades after the government-backed killing of a 22-year-old woman for not covering her hair properly. 
Englewood suing the owners of the former local train station that was supposed to become a museum. In 2013, the city sold the old Englewood depot to Tom and Patty Parson for only $30,000. As part of that, the couple had agreed to update and restore the 1915 vintage building. They claimed to be ready to turn it into a letterpress museum and more. But now, nine years later, Englewood wants its money back, and by money, it means the depot. The city claims 21 planned renovations never happened. Englewood's mayor says the lawsuit's a last resort. We initially told you a little over a week ago about the case of Gerard Sebastian Dalkey, the young Colorado Springs man charged with espionage. He was in federal court for those charges this week. He had landed a job with the National Security Agency for about a month early this year and immediately tried to sell U.S. secrets to Russia. Dalkey thought he'd been talking to a Russian representative about his plan. It was really an FBI agent. In sports, it may make a little more sense now why Russell Wilson's been struggling with the Broncos. He's been in pain. The NFL Network reports Wilson flew from Denver to L.A. Friday to get a special injection into his throwing shoulder. He's said to have injured it during the Raiders game. College football scores over the weekend include CSU getting its first win of the year Friday, 17-14, over coach Jay Norvell's former team, Nevada. Sacramento State blew Northern Colorado away Saturday, 55-7. Wyoming snapped its two-game losing streak at New Mexico, 27-24. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Network. Just like the virus has evolved, so is the vaccine. Introducing an updated COVID vaccine featuring protection against current COVID variants like Omicron. This vaccine uses the same safe formula that millions of people have already received and is available now for free all over Colorado. This updated protection will help keep us healthy, especially during this time of year as we get together with loved ones. Find a vaccine clinic at covid19.colorado.gov so you can gather around safe and sound. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. Tehebo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com. 
Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up, Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Okay, well, welcome back to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I just got a call during the break from Jason uh, here at the station and... uh, we have uh, one of the uh, employees, one of the gentlemen that uh, works here at the station, does broadcasting here with Jason during the week, uh, Freddie, Freddie Freeman. Uh, his real name is Steve, just his first name. His son was killed in an uh, auto accident uh, last night. So... If you would pray for him, for Fred, his mother, his wife, uh, I don't know the boy's name, but he was uh, uh, killed in a car accident last night. So if you would pray for Steve, his wife and family, we'd appreciate it. We here at the station would really appreciate your prayers for this family. Well, going on with uh, with the program, things kind of change. You know how we have to be flexible. Things will change. We just don't know what will happen minute to minute. It's just it's just uh, well, this is tragic, very tragic. Again. If you would just, again, pray for Steve and his wife. And I don't know if he has other family members, children. Uh, but I do know that this at this point, uh, the family does need prayer. So thank you. Well, I do have verses that I was thinking about Christ in the book of Matthew chapter 28 he said that all authority was given to him in heaven and in earth all authority and presently uh, with we believers we have been we are recipients of that authority through the name of Jesus Christ as his children as his body, as his family. He didn't just leave and ascend to the Father, but actually before he did, he gave us a commission that we were to go into the world, we were to baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we were to disciple the nations. All authority 
in heaven and in earth has been given to him. And again, he has given us that authority. We have the authority of, of Almighty God for lives, for, for, our, for personally, for ourselves personally, and in warfare. The seven churches of God, these seven churches, the, this is the main work of the Holy Spirit in the world today. Yes, God works with the children of Israel, with the nation of Israel, with the nations of the world. Absolutely. God's holy angels have been sent out to commission to protect His holy angels, to protect mankind, to watch over the people of the nations that don't know Christ, that, that have never met Him. These angels are sent out to protect the uh, angels of uh, the the, cho the people of the world, the Jewish people, even the angels have been sent out to protect the believers. These are what these spirits do. This is what these holy angels do. They're they're uh, protection for mankind from another side of of the world of life, invisible side also that there's evil in. We're to be protected from evil. We have authority, and of all times, now in history, the children of God in the seven churches, the Catholic Church, all the other churches, the Greek churches, the suffering churches, the churches that are being persecuted, the churches that are fundamental fundamental uh, uh, their their objective is to be fundamental accurate in Bible teachings in doctrine the whole scope of Christianity we have all received the authority that Christ left his children we're to use that authority as as needed within the Pentecostal movement Many have learned to, you know, do spiritual warfare, casting out of spirits, to uh, see, have the, the spirit of discernment. All Christians have these gifts of the Holy Spirit. If you're prayed over, if you have been, if you've received the, whole, the gift of the Holy Spirit, you function in these abilities. Their spiritual abilities so you can see into the spiritual world and have authority over that spiritual world. We are to have sound doctrine. We are to know the teachings of Christ. We are to, as accurately as possible, these teachings are to, we are to incorporate the teachings into our lives and we are to teach these teachings to others, so that they can live a holy life, a godly life. They can uh, have a knowledge of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then there is doctrine, then there is theology, 
that we are to know who God, as God, as God the Father, one of the, uh, you know, the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I was thinking about something this week. God is one. And there's been a thought within the churches that God the Father is at the top, then there's God the Son, then there's God the Holy Spirit. So there's that hierarchy in that sense. Well, that's not true. That isn't true. The best way I can explain it to you is let's look at in God's creation. God created in the angelic world, he created Lucifer to be the top angel. He was the angel that led the angels to worship God. He was the highest uh, angel, cherubim, uh, uh, angelic being. Then beneath he, beneath uh, Lucifer, there was Michael the archangel. Then I believe third in line would be Gabriel. Well, so Lucifer would be second. Who would be at the top? The Godhead. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There isn't one, two, and three. No, they are all one. So you could say they, plurality, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that was number one. Lucifer was number two. So we, it's hard to understand the Godhead. But Christ said that the Father and the Son were one. And in the Old Testament, Moses said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. So it's not God the Father as at the top, and then the Son is second, and then the Holy Spirit third. No. They are one. There is no hierarchy amongst them. They are one. Jesus Christ in the in in uh, first in the epistle of in the uh, gospel of John in the beginning was the word the word was with god the word was god there's no hierarchy with the with the godhead they're one lucifer would be number 2 the godhead let us make man in our image god is one but there is a plurality with them. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Now we're going to go to, like I told you at the end of last hour, to understand, to know, to believe, I can't convince you of anything. But I can use the Holy Scripture. I can use the Bible. And I can let the Bible, as I go through these points, the Scripture for those... And I'm, I'm hoping that I'm speaking to an audience that has a solid background, biblically. I'll fill in where I feel I need to. But we're going to go to the day when Christ returns. When the Millennial Kingdom is set up. I believe it will be on a Saturday. I believe it will be on a on a Shabbat. 
I believe the millennial kingdom will begin on a Saturday. Because on a Saturday, according to Jewish law, Moses' law, no work was to be done. The millennial kingdom, Christ will have finished all his work. It will be a thousand-year millennial rest. So all of his work must be completed. On the day that Christ walks through the east gate in Jerusalem to be anointed king, I believe that will be on a Saturday. Everything will have to have been done. All the judgments, the Antichrist, the fallen, the the, uh, Antichrist and the false prophet will have to have been thrown in the lake of fire. The goats, the tares would have had to been rounded up, the tares and thrown into fire, the goats sent into fire. There can be no work. Christ cannot do any work on that first day of the millennial kingdom which I believe will most likely be a Saturday, following the principles that Moses was giving, given, and Messiah followed those principles, those days, the holy days, the feast days. He followed what was written. He cannot do anything further. He cannot work. It is the millennial kingdom. He will be anointed king. The millennial kingdom will begin. That day will also be the exact day that will... Every 49th year was a jubilee year. It will be on a jubilee year. We, God is mysteriously, has kind of confused the timeline as to exact jubilee years but I feel that will be a jubilee year meaning that all of the lands that have been taken from the original owners will be given back to those individuals that the land belongs to and I'm talking in terms of nations all the nations will be given their lands back On the year of Jubilee, debts will be forgiven. There will be no debt. There will be no spiritual debts that the children of Israel will owe. Their debts will have been forgiven. They will go into the Millennial Kingdom with clear conscience. And the nations, that, the people of the nations that are still alive, they are the sheep. They will inherit the, the kingdom, the joy of the Lord. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. All debts will be forgiven. The lands that were given to the peoples of the societies, the civilizations of the world will be given back to those nations. Now we come toward where we are today. The goats and the tares, the children of the devil, Everyone that was the devil, all the evil that the devil sowed into the world, the goats will be gathered, they will thrown, be thrown into fire. 
the tares will be dealt with in the churches. A little further back, or a little more toward our time, I'm coming from the future back toward where we are today. Armageddon will be complete. It will be finished. It will be completely over. And shortly right around that time, Antichrist, and just shortly after, I think, Antichrist and the false prophet are going to be grabbed, alive, and thrown into the lake of fire. Nothing will go into the lake of fire for a thousand years. There will only be two people in the lake of fire for a thousand years. The Antichrist and the false prophet. At the end of the thousand years, the devil will be thrown in with all the wicked that have ever lived. Armageddon. Then coming back from the nations being gathered at Armageddon, they'll be prepared even into the into the period of time toward the end of the late uh, into the period of time that is known as the Great Tribulation. Toward the end of the Great Tribulation, the preparations will be made already, will be in preparation for the kings of the east to come to. Um, that area into the, into Israel into that area closer toward our time is the destruction of Babylon the Great which would be I feel in my studies it will be the destruction of America and all of the government and the governments of the world to a degree great and, and the armies of the world will be at Armageddon. The Western armies, the Islamic armies, the armies from the East, China, they will be there. Before that, the judgment of America. Just before the judgment, and we will be in the time of wrath, will be in the period of time known as the wrath of God. It will be before it, it, the, the time of wrath begins after the resurrection of the churches. After the resurrection of the churches, I have a little background noise here, sorry. I'm a little distracted. Okay. America is destroyed, is judged, the great harlot, is is judged the captains that own ships internationally that trade with this country from a distance they see her burning afar off they weep they are uh, they're not lamenting because she's because they fear for her judgment they're lamenting because their great wealth is affected they're crying because they're going to lose all their profits because their time of ruling the oceans and profiting from Babylon the Great is over. There's no way for them to make an income. Their great, uh, the revenue generating nation that generates this great mass wealth for them, there's no, not going to be any more trade. She's destroyed. We're in the wrath of God period 
the wrath of God, when America is judged, we are in the time of wrath. But just before we enter into the time of wrath, there will be the resurrection of all the churches, all the family of God, of Christ. They will all be resurrected. Now, we think many in the evangelical churches believe that the resurrection takes place years before that, in the, before the, tribu- the Great Tribulation, or even before the Tribulation. No, there's only one resurrection. And that resurrection takes place just before the wrath of God and the judgments of God are poured out on the earth. Just before there is a rapture. And that is when, it's not a rapture actually, it's a resurrection. And that resurrection isn't, doesn't, we're not resurrected to go to heaven. We're resurrected to go to the judgment seat of Christ. We're going to be resurrected to go to the judgment seat of Christ. And there at the judgment seat of Christ, we believers will be rewarded for all that we have done during our lifetime. And that will be, we'll be rewarded if we have been faithful. And if we haven't been faithful, then we will be, um, there's going to be some punishment. Now, before that resurrection, it says in Matthew, after the tribulation of those days, meaning the seven years of tribulation end, that seven-year period of hardship ends, after the tribulation of those days, then shall we see the coming of the Son of Man. And shortly after the tribulation is over, then you have the resurrection. But you have no resurrection before the tribulation ends. I've had to think about, try to fit in, in between these different points, fit in maybe little extra uh, understanding of what happens. So, the tribulation ends, and then, remember, when the tribulation ends... There's another 75 days following the tribulation. And it's in that 75 days, early in, the, early in that 75 days, within just a week or two, all the Christians that have been hiding, you might say that they've been hiding, they've been in the world, but they've been had, it's nighttime, they can't work. So what do they do when they can't work? They just hide. They will once again come out of wherever they have hidden and they will present themselves to the world and the world is going to fear. But God's children are going to prove that even through the great tribulation, there will be Christians alive at the end and after. And they will appear. They will come out of their hiding the world is going to fear, according to Revelation chapter 11. And uh, they're tormented by the resurrection and the coming back into the world of Christians. Then there's a word given in Revelation 11, come up here. That come up here is the order of...
of Christ. Come up here. Come before me. You are no longer. You are no longer. You are your your bodies are going to be changed from mortal to immortal. You will have immortal bodies. You will not be the immortal God, but you're going to take off mortality and put on immortality. Your bodies are going to be changed because you have to come up here. You're going to meet me in the air, not so much physically, but in a spiritual sense. You're going to become your new, you're going to be given your new bodies. Those that are dead are going to be awakened and they are going to ascend. And as they ascend, those that are still alive will ascend with them in new bodies, in their new home, their new habitation. Those bodies will be eternal. They will be, you'll be able to, just like Christ, you'll be able to manifest, to appear. You'll be able to eat. You'll never, you, 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 you'll never gain weight. You'll never need to sleep. You'll be in your eternal state. You know, we talk about these mansions that are being prepared for us in the future. Well, we're going to have our new, our new body. And that is part of what we have been working for during our lifetime. We have been cleansing, purifying, sanctifying, washing with the blood of Jesus Christ our earthly bodies. But we won't need, we won't need to worry about sin. Oh, we've got a break. I'll be back in a few minutes. This is Rick Rodriguez. I'm the host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American world hegemony, the rise of the new world order, secret societies, new world religion, weather warfare, and international wars. Right here on KHNC AM 1360. Blue Dragon Spa in Longmont, Colorado, 1811 Hover Street, 720-680-0492. A new spa started by Steve, the Red Pill Truth Guy, and his wife, Valentina. Drop by. We offer manicure and pedicure, facial, and more. We have new, state-of-the-art equipment, and we use the best materials available. Yeah, give us a call, 720-680-0492. We're at 1811 Hover Street in Longmont, Colorado. Everything very good. Just come in and try it. Doctors say you should have your colon checked often. I'm not a doctor, but if you don't have your gun cleaned regularly, it'll get filled with crap too. And when it breaks, it could cost you your family. Don't let it happen to you. Go see My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. Give me a call or shoot me a text at 970-776-0258. That's My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate, 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970 970- 800-3693 or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com 
We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. This is Kevin LaRusso from Common Nonsense, sponsored by Mac Equipment. If you want to hear more of me, you can listen to me every morning, 7 to 9 a.m., Monday through Friday, only on 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Oh, a happy day. Okay, we'll finish with the second half of the second hour. Again, if you would pray for uh, Freddie Freeman who is part of the KHNC. Uh, here he does some commentary with Jason and uh, works here. Uh, his son, I believe 20-year-old son, died in a car wreck last night. It wasn't his fault. And uh, Fred and his wife, his real name is Steve, if you would play, pray for the family. Steve and his family, and uh, they do need prayer. So I do ask the audience to please pray for them. This is really a tragedy. I don't know the details, but Jason called me at the top of the hour to let me know. So, thank you for your prayers for them. Lord, we do pray. For Steve, his wife, and the family. We put them in your hands. Your kindness, your goodness, your strength, your help for them. Be with them. Comfort them. Reveal yourself to them, Lord. We pray for Steve and his wife, and I don't know about other family members, Lord, but we pray for the whole family. We ask you to just be so good to them, to carry them, to counsel them, to help them with their grief, their loss. Holy Spirit, we just ask you to be so gracious and good to this family. Father, we ask this in the name of your your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay. I feel that, you know, um, for the Christian people and for the people of the world, that to know the time that we're in, that we are so near the hardships that are to come on the world. And the hardships, yes, there, there are the 
judgments that God will bring on the evil and on the wicked. But there are the hardships that the wicked and the evil children of Lucifer will bring on the world. So not all the hardships are judgments from God. They're not all punishments from God. They are hardships brought to mankind through the children of the devil. This is made clear in the book of Revelation. Yes, there are the judgments and punishments of God, but then there is the unrighteousness and the evil of man on his fellow man. And this is where we're, where we're headed, into the tribulation. The judgments of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. This is evil man taking the world into war. The evil children of the world causing famine intentionally on the nation so that there will be starvation of, of the end of the world, holodomar, murder through starvation. There will be the diseases that will come into the world, not through just nature, not naturally, but to evil men that have technology, they're able to create diseases, sicknesses, plagues in laboratories. And this will be in the principle of Cain and Abel. Cain was offended with his brother Abel because Abel had a goodliness, a godliness about him. Well, the children of the world, every individual created in the image of God is an enemy of Lucifer. And so these instructions of Lucifer are to destroy man. Also, the beasts, the creatures of the world, the creatures that were created after their kind, the cattle, the fish, the birds of the air, to destroy them also through genetic warfare, through changing the species. And man would have this, mankind would have this type of technology to be able to do this. And they are using that technology for evil. Then you take the three together, and what follows is death. So, war, famine, diseases, pestilences, and the creatures that talks about the plagues within that term plagues also means animals, creatures can be known as a plague too. And I believe that it can mean not just, you know, creatures that are like a wolf, big things, but or, or these type size animals, but also something on the scale of Uh, cellular, very small, within, not just without, 
but within mankind, even affecting the DNA. I talk about pro, uh, research that I found, talking about what I just presented to you, how they're changing DNA, how they have the technology to go in to a DNA strand, cut out certain genes, implant new genes. What if they decide to plant some new gene that is evil? That DNA is contaminated. And not just by one at a time, but if they can do this throughout the whole body, through a person's system, quickly and create things living inside of a human being, not just attacks from without, but attacks by these creatures from within. This is exactly what it means in Revelation chapter 6 concerning the beast, the horse that brings about the plagues. That's just some of the thinking in those scriptures. In the book of uh, Ezekiel chapter 14, some of the curses that would come upon Israel for their disobedience would be these type of beasts that would be microscopic. There would be something. And it even says in Psalm, was it 91? The terror that flies by night. I don't have the verse in front of me. Something that is in the air. Something hidden that God will protect His people from. We're in the time of the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. This is corporate corporate mankind. Uh, mankind that is not tamed by God. Not tamed or ruled by the Holy Spirit. Not tamed or ruled by conscience. Because there is no conscience. There's only an objective to destroy mankind, destroy the creatures, the animals, and then to destroy the earth itself so the earth is not habitable. And the Lord said in, or is stated in Revelation that God is coming and when He comes, He is going to also destroy those who destroy the earth. So this is attack on mankind, the beasts of the field, and the earth itself. We talk about, you know, <clears throat> geoengineering, changing weather, controlling weather. I talked a little bit about this last week. Yes, they can do it. They're using the spirits. Mankind has made agreements with the spiritual world, with the fallen angels. And they work together to destroy mankind at the end of the world. And then, in the time of the wrath of God, this is where the wrath of God will come and be directed at the children of the devil. These people, their time has come to an end. They are going to be rounded up by the angels. And you know, we think in terms of the angels as far as the angelic hosts. I suspect there's a different meaning 
there's a different meaning. And I think the meaning is, we will be in our resurrected state. And I suspect that at the judgment seat of Christ, we're going to be ready to, after Christ begins his destruction at Armageddon, when that's complete, I wonder if, I don't know for sure, but I suspect that we are going to be involved in gathering the wicked of the world in our new resurrected bodies. I have a, I have a suspicion that we're going to be the ones that are going to be involved in gathering up the goats. Because this will be after the war of Armageddon is over, is when the goats are gathered. And I was looking at what Paul talks about in Corinthians chapter 6, I believe it is, where we are going to replay, we are going to judge the world. And then he says in the next verse, we are going to judge angels. Are we the ones that are going to take the fallen angels and bring judgment on them? Well, using those verses in 1 Corinthians, I believe it's 1 Corinthians chapter 6. I'm going to go to that quickly. Yep, he says here, Paul said in verse 2, Don't you know that the saints shall judge the world? What is he talking about, judge the world? There'll be no judgment of the world to some degree in the millennial kingdom. There's going to be the judgment of the world before the end of, before Christ actually returns. There's going to be a judgment of the world. We're going to have our new bodies probably for the vicinity of Oh, I would say 60 days we'll have new bodies as we go into the time of wrath. Because <clears throat> we receive our new bodies somewhere probably within two weeks, I think, after the tribulation is over. I would think two weeks, three weeks, not more than that. We will be in our resurrected state. I know that this is probably kind of, for the first time hearing something like this, might be a little bit difficult to swallow. It's okay. You've got to think about it. After the tribulation of those days, we receive our new bodies. Shortly after, let's say two weeks. Remember, after the tribulation is over, there's a 75-day period of time. And early in that 75 days is when we go to the judgment seat of Christ and we receive our new bodies. So what happens after we receive our new bodies? I guess, are, are we in a holding pattern? I suppose to some degree. But remember, toward the end of that 75 days is when Armageddon takes place. Christ is coming with the saints 
we're going to be with him, I think, on horseback, the way I understand it, is the, the, the type that the, what is presented in a, in a type, in a picture in Revelation. So are we coming to judge the world? Are we going to be part of the judgments that come upon the world? Then Paul says, don't you know that the saints, saints will judge the world? And if we, if the world shall be judged by us, by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Talking about how Christians take other Christians to court. Then he says in verse 3, do you not know? You should know, you should understand that you are going to judge angels. Which angels are we going to judge? The fallen angels. We're going to judge fallen angels. Do you not know? Are you not aware? Do you not understand? Can you comprehend that we shall judge angels? If so, then how much more shall we have the authority to judge things that pertain to this life in this matter of taking other believers to court? And he was shocked at the believers rather than take offenses to the to the congregation of, of truly given believers they would go to the judges of the world to have their differences settled to have these type of legal matters taken care of rather than go to the assembly of believers see we don't understand the authority that God has given the church. We are the final authority, really, of all things. You have the authorities in the world concerning judges of the earth, man, judges of man, these type of uh, court systems, but really, our authority that we have as members of the kingdom of heaven is much more, there's much greater gravity and power and authority to it. Why? Because we have authority over spirits, over demons. We have authority. We cannot bind. Well, we can't. We can't. Uh, if there's a plan of God with spirits to do certain things, like for instance, uh, we cannot stop the coming wars. And we can't interfere with certain weather patterns just yet. Whatever is God is allowing, we have to have the discernment to know what He is allowing before we try to interfere with His eternal plan. Can we stop a coming Gog and Magog war? No. We can't. It must happen. It must come to pass. Can we stop the coming judgments or the wars that are going to take place in the time in which we live? No, we can't. We cannot change Bible prophecy. But there are things that we can do in the spiritual world, like cast spirits out that have possessed people unlawfully. We'll be back to finish out the hour. Did you get some mud on your pants? Did you get a little spaghetti sauce on your shirt? Did you get shed on by your dog? Well, I had on clean underwear. Clean underwear. Yeah, my mama. 
Well, if so, call New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, you can reach them at 970-775-0623. That's 970-775-0623. Back in the USSR. Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. The one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. Is your fireplace not running right? Do you need maintenance or a fresh new look? I'm Keith, owner and service technician. And I'm Amy, scheduler for Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical, servicing Northern Colorado. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-in pellet stoves and fire pits. Call Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical at 970-966-0217. Again, 970-966-0217. Or visit us on the web at Abundant hyphenflame.com Well, hour two has come to an end. Uh, my contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And podcasts for the program are on 1360khnc.com uh, for the programs on the weekend, during the week, all the other hosts also are on 1360khnc.com. During the week, uh, from 2 to 3, I host The Present Truth, and podcasts for The Present Truth are also on 1360khnc.com. This is, you know, presenting what I'm presenting to you uh, is giving me the opportunity to also mention to you the authority and power that we, in the body of Christ, in all seven churches, the authority that we have is not just authority, you might say, in affairs in life. Yes, we do have uh, authority because we are to to uh, 
occupy until Christ returns. So there are things that we do in the natural realm, just in life. But our real strength, our real authority is in the spiritual world. We have been given, we are members of a kingdom that cannot be shaken, a kingdom that is eternal. We have authority. Yes, the courts have authority in taking care of matters where maybe we're uh, having two individuals that are, you know, they have a company together and there's some unlawful things. Well, if we're part of an assembly of believers that is solid, that are truly given to the things of God, that assembly, we take our differences to the individual. Hopefully the individual will repent and there will be some resolution. If not, we take it to the assembly. And eventually, through prayer, <clears throat> the assembly will have much greater authority than the judges of the earth. Aquila and Priscilla, I was reading these verses last night, they sold a piece of property. And in their hearts, and they made it known that they were going to give the whole uh, amount, whatever they made, was going to go to the work of, of the church. Well, they changed their mind. They made a decision to keep some of what they had told they would give. Peter addressed the issue, and uh, Ananias, I'm sorry, Ananias and Sapphira, not Aquila, Ananias and Sapphira, Ananias falls over dead. This is the type of power that when we lie to the Holy Spirit, there can be consequences in the physical world. Ananias, uh, yeah, dropped over dead. Three hours later, his wife came in. She was asked, didn't you and your husband agree to give all the proceeds to the church? Yes, you didn't do it. She drops over dead. Those that carried your husband out are coming to carry you out. This brought great fear to the churches. This is what is missing in the churches today. When these type of matters take place, we have the authority to bring resolution to them. We'll be back for an hour or two in a few minutes. KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. Five people were arrested this week, part of a northern Colorado drug trafficking operation. Police now say they're looking for three more suspects still at large. The region's drug task force calls that probe a long-term narcotics investigation. Multiple search warrants were issued for locations in Loveland, Fort Collins, and Frederick. They found nearly three and a half pounds of cocaine, 17 guns, fentanyl, psilocybin mushrooms, Xanax, and LSD. Four men and a woman were initially arrested. Boulder police are worried about a local teen whom they say has been missing more than a week now. She's 14-year-old Chloe Campbell. Authorities believe Chloe doesn't have access to money or to medicine she needs. She was last seen at Boulder High's football game a week ago Friday, nine days ago. Some of Chloe's friends have told police they're now getting messages claiming she's in Arizona with family, but her family doesn't have relatives there. No one's been able to confirm whether it's even the real Chloe sending those messages. Police have arrested a driver who ran away from a car crash early Saturday morning near 6th and Grand in Denver. Officers say that victim has serious injuries, and it's been a bad weekend so far for traffic wrecks along the entire front range. A suspected drunk driver killed two people on southbound I-25 just after 2 a.m. Saturday north of Castle Rock. A 28-year-old driver has been arrested in that case. In sports, it may make a little more sense now why Russell Wilson's been struggling so badly in his first games with the Broncos. He's in pain. NFL Network reports Wilson flew from Denver to L.A. Friday to get a special injection into his throwing shoulder. He's said to have injured it during the Raiders game and has a partially torn lat muscle. He's expected, however, to play a week from tomorrow when the Broncos take on the Chargers. The weekend's college football scores include the CSU Rams' first win of the season, 17 14 over Coach Jay Norvell's previous squad, the Nevada Wolfpack, Friday. There's nothing like that feeling, you know. You can't put a price on it. It's a bunch of guys that have all sacrificed for each other. And to see them come together after what we went through in the non-conference really makes you feel proud. And now a second Colorado team's gotten belted by the unbeaten Hornets of Sacramento State. First it was the Rams. This week, Northern Colorado's Bears getting hammered 55-7. to Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. And college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD, and you can help. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. Just like the virus has evolved, so is the vaccine. Introducing an updated COVID vaccine, featuring protection against current COVID variants like Omicron. This vaccine uses the same safe formula that millions of people have already received and is available now for free all over Colorado. This updated protection will help keep us healthy, especially during this time of year as we get together with loved ones. Find a vaccine clinic at covid19.colorado.gov so you can gather around safe and sound. P.E. Gun Show, October 8th and 9th, will feature firearms giveaway both Saturday and Sunday. Show location is the new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center at the Greeley Mall. With food all weekend, CCW classes, and firearms drawings, it makes the perfect way to spend the day. For more details, see peshows.com. That's peshows.com. See you at the show. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, 
which simply means they hope to devalue your money, and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Okay, welcome to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, uh, Rick Rodriguez, taking care of a few odds and ends here. And uh, totally distracted. Now, uh, I got a call an hour ago from Jason and... uh, Freddie Freeman, who is part of the KHNC group, uh, his son was uh, killed in a car wreck last night. And uh, so if you would keep his name, we his Freddie Freeman, his first name is Steve. We'll leave it at that. If you would just pray for his wife, for the two of them, I don't know if I don't know anything about their family. Prayers would just go out to Steve and his wife and the family. Uh, really, we, uh, the owner, Joe, has been contacted. Everybody that needs to be contacted has been contacted. And uh, so pray for the family. We just pray that the very, very best for them in this tough, difficult time. It was a car accident. Uh, he was hit by another vehicle. Okay. The way to contact me is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcasts for the program are on 1360khnc.com. 
what I've been presenting is oh my god goodness where did my notes go well here they are right in front of me I turned the page upside down the signs of the end of the world and what is happening maybe some detail detail into what's going to happen out in the future but I'm my objective is to come to the present so during the seven year tribulation it's seven years each year will be 1,000 each year will be 360 days 1,260 days for a three-year period three and a half year period the tribulation is split into three and a half years three and a half years for the first half of tribulation the second half great tribulation I know I've covered this before I don't want to cover it in detail today but it's a seven-year period at the beginning of the first half of the tribulation there will be events that happen during that time the great tribulation is known as the time of nighttime. No man can work at that in the great tribulation. No Christian. There will be very little Christian work in the great tribulation. It will be nighttime. We are to work while it is yet day. day. <clears throat> we are presently in daytime still. Before the tribulation begins, Here are some things you can look for. Okay, the tribulation, the seven years, is set in motion by an event. In Daniel chapter 9, verse 27, there is a covenant, a treaty, an agreement between the coming man of sin and the children of Israel. The agreement is a covenant and it is for a seven-year period of time. And that covenant will be violated or broken in the middle of that seven years, three and a half years into it. It will be broken. The agreement will be between a what we would term a president of America and the nation of Israel and whoever will be the prime minister of Israel at that time. The agreement, I believe, will happen after the Russian war or the Gog-Magog war is over. If I'm correct, that war will have concluded. Israel will have no enemies. Now, Israel's wars that are coming is going to be a first half and a second half in the sense of a basketball there'll be a first half a second half or even football let's just use that as an, as an example in the first half of Israel's coming wars it will be a time where one of the main 
indicators of that first war that Israel fights with the enemies in the surrounding area will be the destruction of Damascus. With the destruction of Damascus, there will also be Israel's acquiring the land that is present-day Jordan. It is the ancient land of Ammon, Moab, and Edom. Ammon and Moab are the two children of Lot, Abraham's nephew. And after Lot and his wife and the children left uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, the wife, she looked back, she was instructed not to look back, she looked back, she became a pillar of salt. Lot and his daughters flee away from Zoar, the, the area where they lived. It was totally destroyed. And then the daughters slept with Lot, their father, and had children. Moab, I think, was the older. Ammon was the younger, if I remember correctly. And these two children inherited the land of present-day Jordan. Now the northern portion, the northernmost part portion, Ammon, Ammon Jordan, is where Ammon and his descendants dwelt. The second son, Moab, dwelt more in the middle of present-day Jordan. And to the south, Jacob had a twin brother, Esau. And Esau dwelt to the southern portion of present-day Jordan. Well, these, these lands are going to become possession of Israel. Israel will go to war with present-day Jordan and go to war with these three families, Ammon, Moab, and Edom. And each family has... Uh, you might say the, the scripture has pronounced judgments on them for certain reasons. They will be punished. And Israel will occupy that territory. Israel must occupy that territory because down the road, in the middle of the tribulation, Antichrist is going to invade present-day Israel on the east side I'm sorry, on the west side of the Jordan River. So Israel's going to occupy her present real estate west of the Jordan River and is going to acquire more real estate on the east side of the Jordan River, present-day Jordan, which is the area that's more to, to the south would be called Petra. Many Christians that were in the 70s Christians in the early 70s and 80s and 90s, they are familiar with Petra. This is where the Jewish people are to flee to when Antichrist invades their land in the middle of the tribulation. They flee to Petra. So Israel has to occupy that land. During the reign of Antichrist, especially in the last three and a half years, when he invades Israel, he will not be allowed to follow and to go and attack the Jewish people that live in present day, that will live in, in 
present-day Jordan. They will be protected. His armies will not be allowed to go into that land to pursue them. Not until late, late, uh, right around the time of Armageddon. At that time, there will be a campaign by Antichrist to go into what is called Basra and invade that area in the Jordan. But Christ will meet Antichrist and his armies, and there he will destroy, Christ will destroy those armies. In the first half of Israel's wars, the second half is going to be when Russia and Iran and other nations invade. The first half takes place before the Russian war. This is presented in Psalm 83. Psalm 83 is talking about the war with Israel and Edom, Moab, Ammon, also the Philistines, also uh, Lebanon, Syria, or Assyria. So up to the north toward the ocean, coming east to present-day Damascus, further east to Amman, Jordan, and then south along down to the Sea of Aqaba, then jumping around to the south and to the west in the present-day Gaza Strip. In northern Israel, you'll have the West Bank. The first war will include all that area, kind of in a circle, or kind of like a backward sea starting from Lebanon and the coast all the way to the east, down, south, back to the west. But then the, the land that Israel owns presently on the Mediterranean, there will be no war basically in that area. So it will be kind of in the backwards sea is where the conflict is going to be. Israel will be victorious. In the war, Israel will destroy present-day Damascus. Damascus will cease from being a city will never be a city into the future. Syria, the armies in Syria were, are going to be defeated. All of the terrorist groups, Hezbollah, Hamas, the, the uh, other terrorist agencies, groups that are being funded out of Iran and other, other nations are going to be defeated. And during that a campaign, Israel, when it's finished, Israel will have peace temporarily. So there's going to be a short period of peace. I don't think it's going to be very long. I don't know if you can say weeks or months. But one thing is that during that campaign that Israel, um, in that endeavor, the United Nations, the U.S., nations of Europe, NATO nations, nations, Arab nations, will not be allowed to interfere with that war. Israel is preparing for that war presently, has been practicing using the technology to, once that war begins, Israel is going to be totally victorious. The punishments of God to Edom and Ammon and to Moab are going to be um, 
complete. They will be complete punishments. Israel must occupy that land. Why? Because that's the battlefield for the war of Armageddon. If Israel doesn't occupy that land, then Russia and Iran, Libya, Ethiopia, Turkey, all these other nations that will come, will invade present-day Israel west of the Jordan River. They can't do that. That land is not going to be given to them. That land is going to be secured and protected for the coming rule of Antichrist. So when Russia in the Gog-Magog War, the battlefield will be present-day Jordan. It will be in Jordan where that battle takes place. It will not take place in the cities. The cities have to remain undamaged, unscathed. They can't their infrastructure, their their generating power, their uh, waste systems, water systems cannot be affected. The battles will take place out in the country. That's where the battle will take place. This is where God will destroy the armies of Russia in the countryside. The cities will not be affected. The reason I felt to go this way today on the program is because Joe Biden made a comment a few days ago about Armageddon that we're preparing for Armageddon. And the world, basically, that the world that doesn't understand Bible prophecy, they are expecting a nuclear encounter with the U.S. and Russia, or with Russia and NATO nations in Ukraine. That may happen over there, but it is not Armageddon. You see, in the two, the first and the second half, of Israel's coming wars. She's victorious in both of them. In the first half, she plays a big part in taking out and occupying Jordan. Israel is going to have uh, her hand in winning those victories. In the second half, in the second war, when Russia comes with Iran and the other nations it will be too much for Israel Israel will not be able with the even with her army as sophisticated as it is they will not be they will be overwhelmed they'll be overwhelmed they're coming like the clouds the clouds that would come over an area to bring rain they're going to come and Israel won't be able to uh, defend herself. This is where the hand of God will intervene. And God will destroy the coming armies from the north. Now, in those two wars, people will believe it's Armageddon, that Armageddon, Armageddon has begun. No, because if you look at the uh, the scriptures that present the Battle of Armageddon, 
China and the Asian sisters come to that battle. The Islamic armies, the armies of the West, from all the nations, they come to that. In the two wars that Israel, the first and the second half of the wars that Israel are going to that Israel is going to fight, there is no mention of China. The wars that Israel is going to go into before the tribulation, I believe, begins. There's no involvement. The Chinese are not involved. America is not involved. The European nations are not involved. The first half is the Jewish people with the surrounding terrorist groups. The second half, Israel against Russia, Iran, Turkey, probably parts of or forces from Germany, other nations up around Russia, maybe Soviet Georgia, Azerbaijan, or, but for sure, Libya and Ethiopia from North Africa. But this battle takes place seven years at least before the Battle of Armageddon. Armageddon. Seven years before. So, for Christian people already, most don't know Bible prophecy. So they're going to believe that the great wars that are going to take place in the Middle East are Armageddon. They're mistaken. This is the early war, the great war before Armageddon. Then you'll have, after Russian war is done, Israel's not going to have any enemies. She thinks. But enemies, but Israel is going to have a great enemy. The United States of America. This will be the challenge that Israel will not be able to... This is the challenge. They'll have no success. There'll be no conquering in that battle. America... When Russia's gone, Iran is gone, China will still be there, but China won't come for seven years. She'll prepare six years later, but she won't come till at least seven years later. The great obstacle that the children of Israel will have will be the United States of America. This is where the treaty, the covenant, in Daniel 9.27 must be signed. Then also, there is a treaty which is mentioned in Isaiah chapter 28. It is called the treaty with death and hell. That is the treaty given a name. The covenant in Daniel has a name. The treaty with death and hell. The treaty with the underworld, with Hades, that is what that treaty is. That is a, a treaty. It is a, an annulment. Israel is married to their God, Yahweh. But they give Yahweh papers of divorce. This is what the treaty with death and hell is. Israel, so fearful of America, and the coming king of America, the Antichrist, 
that Israel decides to divorce God and make an agreement with the United States. The great obstacle is yet to come. And in the treaty, in the way I understand it, Israel is going to basically say to this coming power, world power, to this... Uh, He's not Antichrist to the middle. He's not, you can't call him Antichrist till the middle. Well, we can call him Antichrist, but he becomes to Israel, he becomes the abomination of desolation at the center point of the seven years of tribulation. He's the abomination of desolation. Israel will understand who they've signed an agreement with when he goes into the temple and declares himself to be God. We will know him as, a, as the, the lawless one, the son of perdition or antichrist. Israel will say, well, Mr. President, if you promise not to invade us, if you promise to leave us alone and promise you will never invade Israel, we will make an agreement with you. Well, he breaks the agreement and in Isaiah 28, God annuls it. So that's why I say it's a marriage contract because it uses the word annul. Well, you can't make a marriage agreement with another king when you're married to God. It's a, that agreement has to be annulled. And God does annul it. He says, you want to make agreement? I'm going to annul it. I'm going to, you're going to break it because I say it's going to be broken. So God takes their contract, their marriage contract with a coming son of perdition and God himself will break it. We'll be back. I'm going to go to a little break and then we're going to continue. If you know the truth, if you know what's going to happen, then you know how to make adjustments for the future. We'll be right back. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. J-Day's Appliance is an independent local appliance dealer focused on Main Street, not Wall Street. We offer top brands at great prices, service and parts to help you keep your current appliances running. So think outside of the big box and think independent and save at J-Day's Appliance. Located at 132 E7th Street in Loveland, Colorado. Or give us a call at 970-669-1357. You can also visit our website at jdaysappliance.com. That's the letter J, daysappliance.com. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with MyKind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Are you prepared for a power outage? Never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. 
So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard. Hey, all you Sharp community members, this is Tommy at Tommy's Barbers and Blades. Just wanted to reach out and tell you to stop by our shops and get your fades, shaves, your beer. Grab a knife from Revo. Find us at 4th and Garfield in downtown Loveland, 970-617-2158, or hit us up on Tommy'sBarbersAndBlades.com. If you're a little further south, you can find us in Mead of a Highway 66 and I-25. You can reach us there at 720-745-0782. And as always, live sharp. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Okay, we're in the final 30 minutes of the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. So in the, before the tribulation takes place, I, I am of the opinion that before the tribulation begins, Israel will have the first and second half of her wars before the tribulation. The first half will be when she takes out the terrorist groups in the surrounding area and she occupies present-day Jordan. Then in the second half of that uh, the second half of that uh, period in the time of wars, part two, Israel will own present-day Jordan and Russia, and Iran, and Turkey, and the other nations from the north, and Libya, and Ethiopia from the south. They will come to the battlefield. The battlefield is in present-day Jordan. The battlefield will be out in the open, not in the cities. The armies will come, and with them, great... Uh, armament. They will bring everything. I don't know what type of supplies they're going to bring, but for the next seven years, roughly, Israel is going to be able to use those resources in present-day Jordan. So they're going to stockpile Jordan for the next seven years. Now remember, when the children of Israel flee to Jordan, in the middle of the seven years of tribulation, they have to have, they have to be provided for. People internationally have been seeing, sending uh, different help to that area, 
to help Israel stock up for that coming period of time where the Jewish people flee to that area. They flee really at the last half of the tribulation, right at the beginning of the last half when when the uh, abomination of desolation stands in the holy place and declares himself to be God. That is when they are to flee east over the Jordan River into present-day Jordan. Well, Jordan is going to have supplies already to assist. That is not Armageddon. These two initial wars before the tribulation that Israel must fight, that will be Israel will be involved in. This is not Armageddon. Many Christians are fooled. The people of the world believe that it's Armageddon. You have the insight now. You have the... I can give you the scriptures. The Russian war. Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. 38 and 39 is before the tribulation. Psalm 83. This is the first half of Israel's wars. Part 1. It takes place before... The Russian war, they're two separate wars. When Israel destroys Damascus, that is an early war. That is before Russia's invasion. That is part one. That's the first half. Then Russia invading, to the going into the battlefield in present-day Jordan, that is second half. But you can't have the second half until Israel takes over that land. Israel occupies that land in the first part of her war, in, for the first half. In the first war, Israel takes over that land. Tell the children of Israel. The Jewish people here in this nation, they need to know what their Bible says, what their prophets have told them. They need to know what the, how their prophets have laid this out. 83, chapter 83 of Psalms. That is the terrorist war surrounding the nation, surrounding Israel. That's different than the Gog-Magog war. But both of these wars take place before the tribulation. They take place in what we call the time of sorrows in Matthew chapter 28 in the first six verses. Or verse 9, first 8 verses, I think. Then the ninth verse talks about the first half of the tribulation. So we are in the time before the tribulation. Now earlier, before Israel fights her first half, the first set, the, the first war, Russia has to be in a state of preparing and arming for that war in Ezekiel 38 and 39. Israel must prepare for that. Israel is prepared. Israel has already been rehearsing on war war uh, scenarios with what's happening in Ukraine. Russia, it's forced Russia's military is preparing Yes, they're getting their nuclear weapons ready, but they have already called for conscription. Their armed forces, they are once again recruiting 
building, sending uh, young men to boot camp, the basics. Well, Ukraine was, you might say, a hook that God is putting in Russia's jaw. Another hook is the pressure from NATO. Another hook, pressure from European nations. Another hook, pressure of the United States of America, provoking Russia, pushing Russia. Russia's focus is going to, Russia is going to refocus from present day, uh, not from the, the war in Ukraine, she's going to refocus to attention in the Middle East. Russia's going to refocus. Her eyesight's not going to be on Ukraine. The Lord said in Ezekiel 38-39, in one portion He says, I will turn you back. Russia's going to the West. But the Lord says, I will turn you back, Russia. You Gog, you spirit that rules Russia. You Gog, you, you ruling spirit of the land of Magog. I'm going to turn you around. I'm going to make you come south. I'm going to put hooks in your jaw. I'm going to drag you. You don't want to come. You don't want to, you don't want to invade Israel. You don't want to come to the mountains of Israel for your punishment. But I'm going to drag you. You have hated my people through most of your history. You've afflicted my children, the Jewish people. You've afflicted the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You have treated them. You've treated the old men. You've given them no rest. So I'm going to drag you down and I'm going to destroy you on the mountains of Israel east of the Jordan River in present day Jordan. I'm going to destroy you, your armies that come with you, your hordes. You're going to cover to come to like a cloud to cover the land. I'm going to bring you down and I'm going to destroy you. After that battle is over, it says that it takes seven months to bury the bodies. In Israel, there are laws with the, uh, the rabbis. When somebody dies, that land has to be purified. Well, with all these dead bodies and the bones, there are going to be birds like crazy coming to eat the carcasses. And people that are traveling in that area, if they see bones, they are to put a stake or they are to identify that place where those bones are. And there will be the religious, uh, according to Jewish law, there will be religious people that are specifically I don't know how you would phrase it. That's what they do from a religious point of view. They come and bury the bodies. They come and bury the bones to clean the land, to make it clean. Seven months they do that. That's into the tribulation. But now, going back to Israel in Ezekiel, 
I'm sorry, in Isaiah chapter 28. The verses concerning the agreement Israel will make with America is in Daniel chapter 9, 27, a covenant. In Isaiah 28, it is a treaty. It is a treaty of death with death, with hell, with the underworld, with Sheol, with the prince of that underworld. They make a treaty, a covenant. That treaty is signed, and the minute it is signed with Israel and America, the tribulation has begun. This is the sign the prophets are to watch for. This is the sign that the overcomers, the godly people, are to watch for. This is the only, this is the, the biggest sign, the only sign that is given in the scripture to tell you the exact day that that, that, that when that agreement is signed, that is the first day of the tribulation. The prophets of Israel, the prophets in the body of Christ, mainly in the body of Christ, the prophets, Jewish and Gentile, will see that as the sign, and we begin to count each month 30 days, each year 360 days, and we can follow 1,260 days into the future, that 1,260th day is the last day of the first half of the tribulation. It's the last day. The day following begins the next set of days, 1,260 days, that will go and conclude the tribulation. It's that simple. This is how intricate, how accurate Bible prophecy is to the exact day. Sundown and sun, sundown ends the day and begins the new day. We will be looking at everything from the perspective of Israel. We use Israel's time, uh, her, her clock. Like we're what, five, six, seven hours behind Israel? Well, we have to adjust so that really we're watching the day begin in Israel and in Israel. Not here in uh, you know, the, the mountain daylight savings time here in Colorado. No. We prophets will watch when the day begins in Israel is the, at sunset. It ends 24 hours later at sunset. The years 360 days. The, we, the months 30 days. Now, on the day that the beast Antichrist signs that agreement, I've had to think about, is it going to be on a Sabbath? Is it going to be on a Sabbath day? I don't know. I don't think it will have to be on a Sabbath day because it's not necessarily a religious a religious. Uh, it's going to be more of a, a civil uh, agreement time. So I don't think it will be on a Saturday necessarily. Besides, they do nothing on Saturday anyhow. But now, in the midweek, when Antichrist declares himself to be God, that may be on a Sabbath. 
that could possibly be on a Sabbath. I'm not so sure because Satan would definitely want to violate that day. And uh, it could be that that America will already have begun her invasion of Israel and that must take place in the temple. There is a greater significance to it than just that. But it will take place in the temple and there in that temple he will desecrate the temple by declaring himself to be God. Then on that day, at that, when he utters those words or when he is when he stands there in that temple, that is the day he becomes what we know as Antichrist. Well, he will already be Antichrist, but he will now be the abomination of desolation. There will be something more than just uh, some type of a ceremony. On that day, when he declares himself to be God, that day will be the day that Satan will enter into his human spirit. Remember, the human spirit has been protected by God. The angels with flaming sword have been put around the spirit of man to protect man from Satan entering into the human spirit. It happened with Judas Iscariot. Iscariot, Iscariot. Satan entered into him at the betrayal, into his human spirit. He's judged and is now in a separate place by himself. He's unique. Antichrist will be this, or this abomination of desolation. He will receive the spirit of Satan into his spirit. I believe it's the same with the false prophet. That will be, uh, that will seal their fate for eternity. And this is why it's such an abomination to Christ that Christ will take them personally. He will take them and personally, physically cast them into the lake of fire. A thousand years before Satan or anybody else is allowed to be put in that facility of heat. They will be the only two there for a thousand years. It's going to be lonely. But eventually they're going to have a lot, much, they're going to have quite a few guests following for eternity. All those through the ages that have hated God, that have given their lives to the devil, they will now dwell together. And they will never ever leave that confinement of that fire. There's a thought of universalism where at some point God will even forgive the devil and the fallen angels that rebelled and that uh, God is merciful and that he will forgive them. They'll have to pun- be punished for a while, but eventually they will once again be forgiven by God and uh, pulled out of the lake of fire. That is heresy. That is absolute, total heresy. It is not biblical. But there are those even in the body of Christ who promote this type of thinking. The German people, Nazi Germany, that was their universalism. This is kind of almost exactly like Hinduism to a great degree, except Hinduism you keep living and dying, living and dying, living and dying. No, no. It is appointed man, appointed for a man to live one time and after that judgment. So we're going to finish out 
today's program in a few more minutes. Podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com. I try to lay out a somewhat of an outline here. I've got to, I've, I'm through maybe 25% of it. We might have to continue next week. Rick Rodriguez. Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, with Steve Pardue. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 9.30 to 5.30, serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654-6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. The Federal Reserve is in control of our money, but lately control is the last word you would use to describe the Fed. Emergency rate cuts, huge increases in their balance sheet, the constant blowing of bubbles and boom and bust cycles that just leave most of us busted. I'm Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have been protecting people's wealth for almost 25 years. Stop playing the Fed's game and get your wealth protected. Call us at 800 951 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. With costs of everything skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity. Whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out that start around $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Did you get some mud on your pants? Did you get a little spaghetti sauce on your shirt? Did you get shed on by your dog? Well, I had on clean underwear, clean underwear, yeah, my mama. Well, if so, call New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, you can reach them at 970-775-0623. That's 970-775-0623. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs, 970-800-3693. Okay, we have finished uh, today's program. My... uh, Contact The contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcast for the present truth during the week, other programs, other hosts, and for today's program are on 1360KHNC.com. Remember that the programs are streamed always, at all times. And um, 
We are not witnessing Armageddon. Let your friends, let your families know. God still wants His shalom, wants His peace to be on mankind. We're in a difficult time. We're in the time of sorrows. We're in the last decade before Christ's return. There will be these hardships. Christ let us know about this ahead of time so that we wouldn't uh, have unnecessarily, unnecessary fear, grief, torment, anxiety, all these emotional conditions that we have anyhow. But He doesn't want us to be anxious for anything. There's enough evil in this day. Be anxious for nothing. Don't think about tomorrow. Don't think about next week. Take care of this day. This is the day that God has made. This is the day that you should rejoice in this day. So, now, I'm going to pray one more time for Fred or Steve and his family. Uh, a tragic accident. His son, 20-year-old son, was uh, killed in a car wreck last night. So let's pray for the family. Holy Spirit, we give you Steve or Fred. Steve is his real name. We give you the family, his wife. We give you all of the family members. We put them in your hands. We put them in your care. We ask for your graciousness to be upon them, your goodness, your kindness, your mercy. Be their comforter. Be their God. Be the one to carry them through this difficult time. Be with them. Console them. Lord, you are the comforter. There's no one that can comfort anyone like you can. We ask that you will comfort the, comfort this family, Lord, in this tragedy. We give them to you. We give them, we ask you to assist them in all ways. Assist them, Lord, in the hardships to come, having to make uh, plans to bury this young man. Lord, we just give all the particulars to you. They need your help. They may know that they need your help. I believe they do. Lord, that you will assist them in every way. Every way, Lord. So we just pray and ask for your great, great help to this family today. Amen, Lord. That you will give them rest at night. That you will give them comfort. All that they need, Lord Jesus, you, you can be to them. You want to be everything to them. We ask you to be everything to them. We ask this, Father, in the name of of your wonderful Son, Jesus Christ, we ask this. Amen. For the rest of this audience, God bless you. God bless you. God protect you. God keep you. God, may, may He keep you from temptation and deliver you from all evil. God bless you. We will talk next week. Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree Ministry. God bless you. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes... Don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Hi, this is Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting.